0: Yo, yo, what's good, what's good? Welcome back to the Imagination Upgraded Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Champ Robinson, and I got a special guest here with me today. From the city, all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but he's uh, currently residing in Arizona. He is the founder, owner, creator of Filthy Clothing Company. My boy Nigeria, I mean AKA Hustle Simmons. What's good, man? What up?
1: What up? what up?
0: Man. How you doing, sir? I'm glad you finally got up here, man. I know we've been trying to link up uh for a minute and yeah. um you know, we we we've let's see. It's funny because like we met online, but we're from right. the same city. Right. You know what I'm saying? We never actually linked up in the city, but we met out of a out of a mutual respect for uh the hustle. The grind, seeing what we've been doing, and then I just start following your your journey with the uh, Filthy Clothing Company, and then you was following me with Imagination Upgraded. So th- it had to happen. We right. had Indeed. to make this happen. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, man. Um, being
1: so far away from home and and trying to do something that everybody's not participating in, you kind of want to find try to find your peers you know, that mm-hmm. come from where you come from, that's familiar to you, that you can actually identify with. And Facts. when I came across your page, I just saw so many similarities in our movement mm-hmm. and how you moved and what your thought process was, how you approach your grind. You know, I had to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I, I needed those type of inspiration. So, man, you know, I, I've been watching for for years and doing your do thing. Yeah, man,
0: you know what they say, man. You got to have people around you that's, same focus, or you know what I'm saying? You what they say, you have uh nine broke people around you, you're about to be the 10th, one, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like you say, thing. never not hustling if you ain't hustling, you know what I mean? Right, I can't be around you, right? So, man, I mean, let's talk about it, man, because we are, like you said, we very similar. Uh, three kids, three kids, three kids, right? Uh, married, uh, moved away from home to the west coast, um. Grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Went to uh, Milwaukee Public Schools. Right. You know what I mean. What What brought you out this way?
1: Um. Honestly, it was it was opportunity, and it was trying to find a way out of that city. Mm-hmm. You know, because eventually it was I, I felt like I had reached the ceiling for who I was becoming, mm-hmm. what my potential for growth was, career wise, and even as a creative. So um, it just got to a point where I couldn't get it off of me. I had to get out of there and an opportunity presented itself. I had never been to Phoenix before, didn't know anybody, had no friends, no family, nothing. Mm -hmm. I just um, stumbled across an opportunity and came. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So initially it was just getting out of Milwaukee, man. Mm You know what I mean? And then um, once I met Crystal and that, then I figured out why I I was called there, but in out the gate I had no
0: idea mm-hmm. you know so now for those uh people who listen to this podcast that are, are not from Milwaukee or um uh don't think there's black people in Milwaukee right. I know you get that black one a lot, right, a lot bro all the time. Every time I'm from Milwaukee oh there's black people there right yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of us <laughs> are yeah. there you know what I'm saying tell them uh, what, what was your uh you know your your life like coming up in Milwaukee
1: Milwaukee was a was a interesting place because until you leave and go back you you really don't understand that it's small in comparison to the cities that you see on television or around you mm-hmm. because it seems so much faster than places that you visit mm-hmm. um growing up was uh it was, it was typical. It was just me. My mom's raising me, uh, me and my sister, single-parent home. We grew up around 42nd in, in Hampton. It's, it's hard to explain because it was so different. It, it, me coming from a, an upbringing where I took to a, a different culture early, it was skateboarding. Mm-hmm. So my upbringing was like dealing with the skate parks and then going to Stark Park and trying to balance the life of being a skater and growing up in a neighborhood that mm-hmm. is not welcome. To, to you know, skating. skate. To, like, to skate yeah. is not the thing. Yeah. You know, so um it taught me a lot about how to be sharp in the streets, um, and also how to how to uh make my way through the world once I entered the real world. Um school was school but when I learned everything that I needed to learn from the neighborhoods growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I was a kid that got into some trouble early and um had to figure things out but luckily I wised up after a while and, and got my
0: shit right. Yeah. You know. That's what's um, up. You yeah. know what's you know what's crazy is how let's say like back in the day when we were uh, you know, I say back in the day like we super old, we ain't that old, we're not old. Right. but we uh, but you know what I'm saying. Back in the days, you know, when uh when we was coming up, it wasn't really a an accepted thing for you to do something outside of being like a street dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you said how you yeah. say you was you was skateboarding and right. then people in the hood look at you kinda of weird. You know, now like you know it's nerds in the hood. You know what I mean? Like they do, yeah, you know, anime, yeah. like all kind of crazy stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's good yeah. to see that kind of meshing now. Yeah, you know, it's, what I mean? it's me? good
1: to see that because it, it it was um it was frowned upon. So it's it's mm-hmm. a lot of times we as black people think that if we set the trends, then we determine what's fresh. A lot of mm-hmm. things have been cool for a long time. Yeah, you know, I like to tell people I was skateboard P before skateboard P before, skateboard before it was cool. P. Yeah, skateboard P. Uh-huh. So to see um, communities get into Um, um, arts and and like you said there's tech nerds there's MMA in the community Mm -hmm. I love seeing it it's good it's good good seeing the the growth and and the progression and if I could for the city I'd love to do something like that yeah it's all kind of stuff No, you're good
0: (laughs) so I mean it's like it's like it's giving more different outlooks on life and different opportunities to the city where we came from now than you know where we had would you agree with that like yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. Um I think it's more community
1: driven which I love. I I think a lot of the problem in in the city is that they depend too heavily on the state and for the city mm-hmm. to help them do or implement the initiatives and programs that are going to help the community. Yeah. Wisconsin's just not going to do that. Yeah. But I do love seeing the community getting involved mm-hmm. and putting those programs together in the community responding to them because it's a lot of dope movements out there there's you know, a lot of stuff to be proud of and I love it that we're hands on with it mm-hmm. and in a lot of areas leading the charge is dope yeah. you know
0: so, so how do you feel like for example like you and I we say you know we hit the ceiling of where we could go there and we had to move out to be able to yeah. expand what we're doing Um, Like I always say, you know, it's not realistic for everybody to move, but it's realistic for us to move, a couple of us to move and then bring back to the city what we've learned and give that to the city, which is another thing I want to talk about with you. You took some stuff back to the city, like you drove your whole company yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. to do a pop up shop in right. the city. Right. So before we get there, let's talk about your company first. So everybody knows what it is. Okay. So tell us about your your company.
1: Okay, Filthy Clothing Company is a streetwear brand that I I started. Um, it basically was was me creating an opportunity to sell for myself and and start a brand that. Provided things that I didn't see in stores that I felt like was was missing um, from it And it's a mesh of uh, the three favorite cultures basically of mine. I started as a hip-hop baby Mm -hmm. um, And it went from hip-hop to the skate culture. I'm a huge fan of and then in Milwaukee You're gonna at some point be involved in the street Mm -hmm. um, Essence so what I basically try to do as a a company is is mesh the three Mm -hmm. because I felt like a lot of brands cater to either or, mm-hmm. you know, and you can tell that oh, this is a brand that's for this crowd or right. this crowd. I wanted it to kind of be more ambiguous, and I want to be biased. Amazing. Like when you go on the page or when you go on the IG, it almost seems gender, um, sex, and and everything else bias, color bias. Mm-hmm. You don't really know who it is, or right? Who's running it, and that's kind of how I wanted it to feel. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um. That's really what it was, is just trying to, 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 to bring something that I felt like was missing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you get how'd you get it started?
1: Uh, with a dial in the dream, literally, man. I I, I had the idea. I'm about I'm I'm going on year three, mm-hmm. um, as far as being a company, but it was two years prior to that, just kinda of getting the idea down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and during that process I was just saving the money that I could um i had a, a goal in mind as far as a dollar amount mm-hmm. and um during that time i i tried to map out what i wanted to do found the pieces that i needed to made the calls, did the homework and honestly i jumped in bro i had no idea what i was doing yeah. i had no clue you know what i mean yeah. so a lot of times at this point <clears throat> when when people perceive a certain level of success they'll ask you like uh um, man, so how did you get started, and what did you do? What are the first things you did? And I honestly don't know how to advise them, because mm-hmm. I, I didn't think about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got started by getting started. Just got started. I, that's all I did, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's so, no There's no good time to get started. Yeah, there's no good time, there's no plan, there's mm-hmm. no... I mean, do as much homework as you can, because it's, you're spending your dollar, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there is no blueprint. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta start. Just you gotta know? get
0: after it. Yeah. Yeah, so, man. Uh,
1: I remember I never forget that I I pulled up to the spot and I did my first order. And I think it was like five hundred, seven hundred dollars or something. And the money that I had been saving during the course of putting it together was just all singles in the suit box. So That's why mm-hmm. I, I call it a dollar in the dream. I mm-hmm. literally went in there, I had so many singles chat. It was yeah. just like <laughs> and the guy looked at me like what? Is that how you're paying for it? You don't have a debit card? And I was like, yeah, but I got this idea. I want it to actually, literally yeah. be a dollar in a dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, he's looking at me like I was crazy. He, he took it, though.
0: That's dope, though. <laughs> like, you went in there like, yo, this is exactly what it's going to be. So you, yeah. you you were living the brand.
1: Yeah, I was living the brand. I literally went in there with a dollar in a dream, literally. Man. <laughs> yeah, so. That's what's happening. Yeah.
0: So you said you've been at this for three years now. Right. Like, what's some of the because i see you do a lot of uh you know your social media is active you do a lot of the pop up shots, which we're going to talk about um like how do you how do you keep it going and uh you know cuz you make a lot of fresh designs like your stuff doesn't look like anything I see you out you here know. which is dope so like how are you attacking the ground because it's almost like guerrilla you know what I'm saying like you're almost like ground yeah. warfare like I'm getting out in these streets yeah. I'm hitting people so talk yeah. about that a little bit like how you attacking it Um, Make, creating brand awareness and all that my, my biggest thing is branding is my
1: biggest thing you know mm-hmm. I think it's in the beginning it's the most important thing and coming in <clears throat> I knew that I was working with limited um, dollars so my whole approach was I wanted to be the loudest thing on your timeline mm-hmm. um, when you did scroll. Mm-hmm. So what I did, if you remember in the beginning, my, my colors and the contrast were bright. They were mm-hmm. always bright, and they were meant to be so that when you're scrolling, it's like literally the loudest you thing your on your timeline. Yeah. So um, I just really started with that approach, and then I wanted to be everywhere. So at the same time that I'm, <clears throat> I'm doing that, I'm running the social media accounts, the IG and the Facebook, and it's just a constant, constant grind, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, Again, when I started that, there was no plan. I just thought that I needed to be as visible and as active as possible with the branding because once I solidify with myself as a brand and that I actually have sustainable designs okay this dude is serious oh mm-hmm. that's fresh and it's consistency because consistency is king okay you know yeah, what i mean so absolutely. if you can establish consistency mm-hmm. um even when you slow down the people that have seen that consistency are, will stick with you right and it might allow you that slowdown might allow you to ramp back up and, or do whatever you need to do to remain consistent for another two to three years but in the gate it's like hard Bam, mm-hmm. bam, 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 as visible as possible, everywhere, as loud as possible. Right. And, you know, once I made my first mistakes on paying too much for print, I was like, okay, dude, you get two colors, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And make them as contrast, as loud as possible, but you only get two colors. Right. You know, because it was killing me. So that's really all it was, is just trying to stay as consistent and as visible as possible for two years. Mm-hmm. And so I just approached it like that, man. Every single... Well, you saw me. Yeah, I saw you. <laughs> it was yeah, in the definitely. beginning. It was that's like every so single day. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and it's, it worked for me. You know, after a while, people have known me for being consistently dope. Yeah. You know? Um, okay, that's fresh. Okay, damn, he did it again. That's fresh. You know, because in the beginning, you're just trying to separate yourself from guys that print t-shirts mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that guy I knew coming in that's who I was right. and I would be that guy probably for the first year oh he doing t-shirts he think he got the clothing oh, yeah. damn just printing t-shirts you know mm-hmm. what I mean Yeah. I didn't want to be that guy mm-hmm. so I had to work to separate myself and yeah, you know, right. legitimize what I was doing so um, it took about
0: two years and now it, it's
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's rolling yeah. yeah it's good night let's, t- let's talk about these pop-up shops man and uh, specifically I, I you know I followed the the movement when you when you took it from was that your first pop-up shop in milwaukee yeah when you drove yeah. from arizona yeah. to so talk, talk about that man how was that how was the the reception of it and everything it was dope man um a close friend of mine had told me like
1: man i don't think you understand how how strong your buzz is in the city he said you might can see certain things online and to a certain extent I really don't trust online love. I don't trust likes and love because yeah. how many times have you been doing something in type LOL but you're really not LOL and, at, at all. all. At you all. You know what I'm saying? Even
0: laugh. So exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what I mean? So as far as online love and the responses and all that, I really don't go off there. I don't trust it at all. Because mm-hmm. it's not tangible for right. me. You know, so my man was like, but when you come up here, you're gonna understand like there's been a buzz and, you know, you'll you'll see. So kind of put it off and then I got the opportunity to go up there. Um, And it was so dope, man. To to have as many people come out um, as they did and to have the type of love that I was showing. It was just dope. I worked with Rico from Trusted, Mm -hmm. who showed me hella love. You know what I mean? He showed me hella love. Even after I did his event, I needed racks and hangers for another pop-up. He was like, man, bro, come get them. Just drop them back off, man. You can use whatever you want. Man, it was just love. And then I did the other one with um, Mm G's. So... um, not only to be able to do them, but to be able to do them with two black men and do right. positive business yeah. and have a positive environment and bring something positive to the city. I did business with two other black men as a black man. That mm-hmm. was the dopest thing about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but the buzz when I got there was just the amount of people that I that knew about it. Right. You know, was was surprising. And I did very well the first time. Um I, I was amazed by it. That's you know, what's up, man. Cause it's, it's just something that you you create You really yeah. don't expect for the buzz to be like that, you know. Yeah. And until you can see it face to face, you don't get it. Yeah, and a lot of times people don't
0: people don't think, especially uh, with Milwaukee, people think that Milwaukee don't support Milwaukee, right? And that's why you know we're not out in the forefront as far as creatives are out there, like how how Atlanta jumped out there or how right. Chicago jumped out there. Right. And Detroit, it seems like everybody's. Around us is jumping out there, but right. like it's a lot of untapped talent in Milwaukee. But people think we don't support. But I always say, you know, Milwaukee support good shit. Yeah, they do. You know what I'm saying? So if you do. doing some good shit, like they do. Milwaukee support it. You know what I mean? Like when I when I went back and we did our premiere, like it was packed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I didn't expect that because I was one of those three people that also thought like, yo, you know, said don't support. It. I support who I like. But right. the city don't support right. but to see here seeing here that you got a lot of support when you went back it definitely shows that either the city is you know coming together more or just it's all changing and we're like yo we gonna yeah. support our yeah. own I, you know and I, I do think that it's changing
1: I, I do think um when I go back because growing up in our era with when you're the creatives if you did the rap music it was a small hip hop community and that community and their close friends and family supported that community mm-hmm. there weren't really a lot if you were another type of artist it's the, it was the same there weren't a lot of Outside, outside of supporting just for the sake of supporting something dope, yeah. you know. Whereas now these days, when you go to the city, it is there's more outlets for artists and creatives, and there's right. more just general support for them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a it's a it's a dope renaissance happening there, and I think um, with fashion and design that we're at the forefront, right? Because I I, I don't know that we've ever had to go through. Um, the, the struggle of what rap artists or hip-hop artists mm-hmm. have gone through in it Because it was a struggle to get to the city to support local hip-hop artists, even the radio, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. It was a struggle. I don't think as, as as designers we've gone through that. You know, I see um, Larry doing well, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I see this from Classic doing well, mm-hmm. you know, um, Rebel, like, like it's a lot of kids that are doing their thing and they're doing well. Mm-hmm. And it's supported and endorsed and reposted and shared by the city. Yeah, You know, so... um Everybody you know, jumping on board. Yeah, it, it's really dope to be involved in fashion at this point and be from the city because there's mm-hmm. a lot of dope stuff happening.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's take it back and talk about, uh, you talked about how it was dope to be supported by, you know, two black men, which was G and um, the other... Men. Rico. Rico. From Trusted. From Trusted. Trusted so kids, Rico yeah. from Trusted. You know what I mean. Um, I like to... I feel like we had a time where people are almost... Villainizing like the black man a little bit, even more than you know, back in the day. Like, yeah, it seems like, uh, you know, it's obviously we see in the news, you know, what's happening to us always, right? And it's good to see us starting to come together and support each other more and not be, you know, back, you know, how back in the days we would, you look at somebody wrong, and they like, yo, fam, what you looking at me like that, right? Food, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like. Yo, I see what you're doing, fam. I like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I right, like right. that hoodie. I like what right. you're doing. So you know what I'm saying? Talk about that like just like coming together as as black men in the community because I think that's uh that's important for us to get to the next level. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny that
1: you 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 termed it that way because uh one of the capsules that I'm doing soon is called Root for the Villains. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. it's it's um it's basically centered around that uh, philosophy there is that The villain always has a story as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The villain just didn't become a villain. And the most vilified person on this planet is the black man. Mm -hmm. But he has a story. You know what I mean? He might have, regardless of where he ended up now, it could be the penitentiary, it could be, you know, on the streets doing whatever, it could be working hard. However you view him as as far as vilifying him, he also has a story. You know what I'm saying? And And we should... In, in in a lot of instances, root for those villains because I was I was one of them.
0: Definitely was one. of You know of what the I mean? Villains.
1: I was one of the villains. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had a story. You know what I mean? And and luckily, not only were other people rooting for me, I root for myself. You know, saying so, oh, I was able to to write that. But you know, um, it, it's 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 a great feeling coming from a city where black men are typically mugging each other, don't like each other, mm-hmm. ready to hate, shade, kill yeah. each other, and and to be able to to uh, and I explain this to the wife a lot, is that when I go home, regardless of the ups and downs, one of the dopest things about it is that I can go all day and support black businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can get my hair cut with a black man. I can go to a lounge and eat that with that a black man owns. Mm-hmm. I can leave there, go to the cleaners, pick my clothes up from the black man. I can go to the gas station. Mm-hmm. And until you leave and you don't have that, and you live somewhere like Phoenix, you don't mm-hmm. really understand how important that right. is. You know what I'm saying? Right. for... Not only for the children to see, but you as a as an adult man to see to mm-hmm. see that is important. So to be able to go back to a city that is highly vilified as far as black men going so much negative and actually do good business is just a is just a dope feeling. You yeah. know, um, we praise the the negative about it and we promote it, but there's a lot of positive things happening in Milwaukee,
0: man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna talk about uh, just being a, a businessman, entrepreneur, and Having the family, uh, we we have a similar family uh, set up, you know, yeah. with a wife, three kids, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, talk talk to me about like how important it is that having that family structure behind you to be able to move forward in your business.
1: Oh man, this is man, it's hugely important. But you know, my kids drive me crazy, bro. Bro, what bro, you telling? I'm just you know like this. What are you this, telling, man? man? it's bad. <laughs> like, I'm like, real. Like, you know, I'm going to answer about the balance in a minute, but you know, sometimes you get a thought about your kids and you just be like, you got the <laughs> young and It's just terrible. Yeah. They man. somewhere right now. Terrible right now. My wife can't, she probably, I wish he hurry up. How much longer he got? It's terrible. Um, I apologize if I hold
0: you too long. <laughs> oh, all dog, we, we, all good. <laughs> we all good.
1: Um, you know it's it's important because the the brand a lot of times exists because I got crystal. Mm-hmm. Like you know when you're trying to build something, you in the early stages and you your your um, sense of security ain't really there yet. You're not really certain that okay this this is gonna work. You had those doubts, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And me, I'm a Gemini, so I tend to be scatterbrained. I might have. A year and a half ago, ditch this and start doing something else, and then ditch that two years later. But I had her to be like, "Nah, babe, like I really think that you wanted something. You know, you need to stick it out. You know, we hit hard times or whatever, and we like, nah, I can use that money to do this and this and that." She like, "No, nah, we're not quitting." Yeah, you know. So the fact that it's even here today is is in large part due to her. So to have that structure and to have that support, man, it's in it's invaluable.
0: Yeah, man. you know,
1: um, especially with the kids. It's, it's just balance yeah you know
0: I don't know if people really understand like how how important it is to have that you know it's have it's basically being able to have that peace in your crib yeah but then she's also helping because I see she models your clothes for you you know yeah, what yeah. I mean y'all take the pictures together y'all put the kids in there doing all that kind of right. stuff you know right. what I'm saying it's good it's good for people to see that but um it's also I think people need to you know understand the uh the sacrifice it takes for that, because, like, for me, when I decided we were going to move to to California, you know, we saved up money. But when we moved out here, it wasn't like, all right, I'm going to go get this job. Right. It's like, right. Yo, I'm going to figure this out. You right. Know what I mean, I didn't right. have nothing else but my wife to fall back on. Right. So there's a little bit of a sacrifice there. And I know you have a, a unique story that I seen you post the other day that I, I really wanted to kind of dive in with you and talk to you about because you had to do your own sacrifice yeah. in order to make make this happen and, and make some stuff happen for, you know, people uh, right. that you have to take care of, you know, if you don't mind talking about that a little bit. No, nah, no, nah, not at all. Um,
1: you know, I I, I had a post on on Facebook that, that basically said that I found everything I wanted and needed when I moved to Phoenix, but um, in the process, I lost my daughter, you know, and I know at this point, it's it's temporary, she's only 18, we'll figure it out, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, we got a lifetime, I'm, you know, still gonna be a father, but there is a, um, there's always a risk, you know, with with trying to chase a reward, you know, and the risk was that, I knew that, the relationship dynamic, with her other parent, her mom, ain't exactly what, it should have been, so there was a, a risk that, it could damage our relationship, mm-hmm. but I felt like I'm a good enough father. I'll come back frequently. I'll stay involved. You know that I could offset it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, so but time and distance is a is a hell of a is a hell of an opponent. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, eventually, it, it took its toll. You know, and and we still a work in progress. But part of the 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 loss uh, making the decision I made was was my relationship with her. You know, mm-hmm. which. You know, it 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 eats at you, but you just have to kind of at a certain point trust the work that you did, and trust that she'll understand that I had to make a choice, Mm -hmm. like either I can save myself and make a better way for myself and you, you know, and, and figure it out. Because in Milwaukee, man, like outside of the other elements that we deal with. Man, you're getting cheated on careers Mm -hmm. and pay and wages and living wages. and Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you're a person of of color. And I really didn't understand how much um, people of color are getting robbed up there for working wages Mm -hmm. until I moved out west. Like, Mm -hmm. to do the same job? Y'all about to pay me $40,000 more a year to do? I did the same job Mm -hmm. over there for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, it was all about... Trying to position myself to be a better person, a better man for for her. I did it for her, but at the end of the day, she was one of the sacrifices at this point. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, you know,
0: we got a lifetime. Definitely you know? got. It. I mean, she'll she'll see it. Like, yeah, you're doing a lot of. It's not like you're you're out bullshitting. You know what I mean? You're out right. like really right. making it happen. And right. I know I, I see you. You know what I'm saying? Like I see you like driving back and you know what I'm saying always yeah. posted about talking to her and all that good stuff yeah. so I mean it's good but like it's good to know like there there has to be some kind of sacrifice sometimes there has I mean? to be and you have to be ready for
1: it you gotta be ready for you it you gotta be ready for it because it's gotta gonna be burn for that. yeah Yeah. indeed it's gonna burn and it's gonna make you second think the decision that you made and you know what I mean like mm-hmm. there's, there's it's always gonna be there yeah you know so it, it's about trusting the work that you do it along the way yeah <clears throat> excuse me you know what I mean so it's kind of where I'm at with it. it's like bro you just gotta trust, trust the job you did trust mm-hmm. the man you are trust the job you did trust the history and experience that y'all got mm-hmm. trust your relationship she'll be okay yeah. you know and then it, it, when it does materialize and she sees things fall into the, the places that I, I saw early you know it, it, she'll get it Right. you know what I mean so yeah, yeah.
0: so so I know uh you know, we talk about how we just jump into it and didn't really have a plan. Love you, Naya, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Give it, give it a love. Give it a shout yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know, just kind of on another note, we talk about, you know, the plan. Like, where do you where do you see this going? Like, where do you see? Because now, you, now you're building a legacy. You know what I'm saying? And that legacy is, is something that, you know, one day Naya may take over. You Indeed. know what I'm saying? You know, saying? and it's just breaking those generational cur- cur- uh, generational curses. You know right. what I mean? From, right. Uh, my parents—they had money like that. You know, my grandma she owned a house, but you know, we did, we didn't have money like that. Right. You know what right. I'm saying so now right. we're like trying to be owners and and really break those curses. Like, where do you where do you see this going? Where do you see filthy filthy club? Um, I don't really. To me, it was it was always
1: a a, a seed. Um, is how I've always looked at, at Filthy Clothing Company. It might be teaching me um, or position me to do something else. Mm-hmm. It's laying the foundation to show me or give me experience in entrepreneurship or my children. Um, ultimately, the end goal is is to have at least one flagship store that also serves as a STEM co-working um, environment. Mm. Is what I would love to have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, is the, the front end of it be the retail side. Um, the connecting unit would be a STEM, a co-op, something similar to what they tried to do with a Vector 90, mm-hmm. somewhere between that and the Starbucks. Yeah. You know, um, That kind of toes the line between college community and, and Central City yeah. so that um, those individuals can work together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, that's what I would love to be able with the brand. Um, I don't just see the brand being uh having a, a, a typical flagship store. Yeah. I want something that involves community.
0: It's something you know? bigger. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah it is yeah. more than just, you know, T shirts, jackets and hoodies. Right. It's a, right. It's a lifestyle and kind right. of a you know a, a community based
1: yeah movement. You Absolutely. know, something that's that's inclusive. Yeah. You know, so yeah. That that's kinda of where I see it down you, the line.
0: You into STEM? Like you uh you into any any of that or you just kinda of see that the, that's um, the next I just see that that's into,
1: that's as far as, um, and I mean, um, science, technology, engineering, Mm -hmm. so I, I, I see that as those always being the necessary career or, or, um, contribution fields Mm -hmm. as far as our communities go, you know, Mm -hmm. and I would like to see a heightened interest in those Mm -hmm. things, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics from us, and I feel like if, if the the campus itself could be positioned somewhere central to the student community and the central city community, that it wouldn't be a problem getting them together to work as a co-op, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I always tell people, man, that I, I feel like a lot of reason why some of these cures we haven't found yet, the cure for cancer, for mm-hmm. instance, is because it exists in a mind that right now attends an underfunded school
0: didn't have the opportunity to get there didn't have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to get there yeah
1: you know what i mean there are minds that are untapped and underfunded that are out there that hold the key to who knows what Mm -hmm. and it's about positioning and it's about um exposing them to access to access to opportunity Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because i remember being a creative who it was in the basement when I created, you know, cause sometimes you went outside, you were into different things, but in the privacy of my own room, I right. drew and I wrote this and I, mm-hmm. I was a creative, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are creatives out there who, who I know come from that similar background, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Cause they didn't stop making them when they made us. Right. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's what I would love it to be, man. At the end yeah. of the day, you know, because I firmly, firmly believe in that.
0: Yeah. You know, I got a, um. Yeah. I got a buddy here who does a program for underserved, underprivileged communities called uh, STEAM Coders. Mm. And it's basically STEM, but with arts added into it, which is the oh, like wave. Wow. so it's STEAM. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, And I, I I really like it because all of those things are connected, man. Like right. science, technology, engineering, right. arts, math. Right. Like you can use each one of those to make something dope. Right. You know what I mean? And everything is its own art in its, in its own right. Like, yeah. science is, has, its, has an art yeah. to it. Mathematics, Mathematics has, has an art. art to it. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? All that has an art Indeed. to it. So, I mean, with creatives getting into that, it's really kind of the thing where it should be because you can always help out. Like, even thinking about... Um, I watched a uh, an interview with with Nipsey when he was starting his smart store. Okay. And he said he was in a in a coffee shop or something, a restaurant or something, and he just seemed to do, like... Yeah, Little white yeah. dude Colden, Yeah. And he's just looking at him, looking over his shoulder. He was trying not to be weird, but he's just, like, wanting to see what he was doing. And eventually, he just went up to him, and then he started the smart store. Yeah. Him and them started the smart store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, the Idris kid. Yeah, that dude. That's is, his, is, his name, right? Idris, is. yeah. Yeah, he's a genius. It's crazy, right? Yeah, he's a genius. But that's another one of those, like, you know, underserved, underprivileged. Right. He caught an opportunity. Right. And look what he got. And you know look what he mean? got. So I think that's that's really dope. And actually while we on that topic, let's let's talk about like like Nipsey a little bit because before we got started, you and I we were talking about uh, you know, how it's been a couple people talking about oh Nip's not a legend and this and this and that. But we were talking about like how you said like a lot of the way you thought about structuring your business, you know, yeah, came yeah.
1: from you know Yeah, you know, um he introduced me to uh concepts like vertically integrated mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah, talk and, about it, vertically integrated and, talk about it. And, and, and and just being vertically integrated whereas you own the the order of operation, operations from base to the stems you know what mm-hmm. i mean so you're integrated each company is integrated with each other from the bottom up mm-hmm. you know what i mean so from from the the where the where the music is recorded at who masters it who, you know, where it's warehouse, how it's distributed, you know, what label it's on, those types of things are all integrated all the way up to the top, you know, mm. which is, mm-hmm. and and I really again, it just gets back to perspective, you know, I really never looked at business from a lot of perspectives that he gave me, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. from from just studying, just interviews of his, man, you know right. he, he, he was brilliant, you know, mm-hmm. the, his, the way that he approached business, Right. you know it made me smarter coming in, I kind of I kind of adopted a, a, a lot of his viewpoints, you know, mm-hmm. on, on some things. So Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think, you know, we were just talking, I think, like, that's what makes, you know, the legend of Nipsey Hussle right there. Indeed. It's saying? not about music,
1: per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a, a legend overall, mm-hmm. you know, as far as his communi- community goes, as far as his character goes, as far as his contribution um, the way he was able to unite people,
0: yeah. you know
1: what he was doing, the the example that he was setting for uh, his community. Uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X never made a rap album. Mm-hmm. Would you say that they not legends? Facts. <laughs>
0: Facts. You know what I mean. Facts.
1: That that that's a that's a, a irrelevant mm-hmm. um, standard to try to use to to disqualify somebody from being a legend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Man. Definitely a legend. Definitely
0: you know? a legend. But yeah man we we building you know building towards being legends right here man right like, you know what i'm right. saying and, and i think Indeed. that as long as you know we stay the course of what we're doing and stay true to who we are and why we're doing it you know what i'm saying we're gonna make a, a impact on our city because i think i think a lot of a lot of what we're doing well i know i get a lot of messages from people and you may too just like yo Man, I'm I'm, I'm happy you doing that. Like it's yeah. inspiration it's motivation. Yeah. Like keep it up, you know what yeah. I mean? Like how does how does that feel to get that, you know, kind of uh love from the city and, and to know that you're what you're putting out to the world is motivating somebody else to move forward and do something that they maybe they thought they couldn't do. it's the best feeling in the world, man. It is to, to know that
1: you having that that type of impact on somebody, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, uh, and it's also it's it's also um, inspiring for you as well, you know, because a lot of those messages you ever notice they're so they're well timed, mm-hmm. like that you always get one when you at a point when you're second guessing something, you know what right, I mean, right. or or double like man should I do that or man how am I gonna get to the next if there's all you always get that well timed message that says. Man, I love what you're doing, man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Keep keep doing that, man. I had an idea to do this, and I never felt follow through with it. But mm-hmm. to see you, blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the timing of them is always so. Not only you know, it not only do you see that you're motivating somebody else, it's also hella helpful for you.
0: The motivation to, motivates yeah. you. Yeah. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying?
1: To keep you pushing to get to that next spot, like you know what I mean? Because I, I I can't tell you how many times I get one of those, and it's like, damn. I was just wondering should I spend this 500 on this or you mm-hmm. know you know what I yep. mean yeah <laughs> so
0: especially when you're like man this 500 could go to this really yeah quick. man you know what I'm saying? yeah man yeah
1: that's the part people don't see mm-hmm. you know so but yeah it, it's just a it's just a dope feeling knowing that this idea that just a random idea that you had turned into this yeah you know and I think um people appreciate the pro being able to see like you said earlier being able to see the process mm-hmm. you know no, because when you're small like us, not only are they buying into what you're selling, they're buying into you into because you because you're tangible. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So they're not only buying into if you were a terrible dad, they wouldn't care what imagination upgrade was doing. If people could see that mm-hmm. you was like, oh, here, a dad, be man, Fuck dude, film come. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. They're yeah. not rocking with you. You know what I mean? Because you're you're tangible. You right here. You mm-hmm. champ. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. The more um, thorough you are, the more authentic you are with what you're doing. The more genuine people know you to be, the more likely they're they they are to support what you have for sale. You know what I'm saying, or which the movement that you you're, you're establishing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the main thing, and that's what it, it also lets me know is that people are are vouching for you and your character as a person and as mm-hmm. a businessman, and right. they see your journey and they appreciate. Okay, and your stuff happens to be dope. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying, yeah. so.
1: Um, you know, I just, I, I think, well, I hope those combination of factors are, are, yeah. you know.
0: The brand starting to ends with you, man.
1: Yeah, you know it does. I mean? You know, especially at this, at this stage, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. Man, that's what's up, man. Let me see some of these pieces you brought up here, though. My oh, man. man brought me some, see, this is, this is my favorite one the never not hustling. Cause that's real, man. Like, yeah. what, is this, is this something you've been going by for a while? Or is it like something you just thought was cool? Like this is like a real thing, never not hustling. Especially,
1: yeah, this that's a real for this year that actually, um I don't know if I'm sitting too close, but no, no, you good. this um for this year, that statement to you has been by far the most popular everywhere that I've gone, everywhere that it's been shown, it has it, done very well. Um, never not hustling is just it's a mind state, you mm-hmm. know. And it, it was just the way that I looked at it, like, man, I'm I'm never not hustling. I mm-hmm. said it as a, one day as a kind of a joke to myself mm-hmm. about something I was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I actually thought about it, you know, and it's facts. It's real. You deep. know what I'm saying? that You come from where we come from. It's, it's fact. you never not hustling. You never turn it off. You never. It's never, always on. My right. life <laughs> always on. It's always on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's more about just a state of mind. The same as a, a dollar in a dream. What I try to do is give, give statements or theories or mantras, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That kind of, speak to who I am as as a person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just yeah. little bits. But yeah, that that joint right there has been doing very well. Yeah. You, know? you
0: strike me as the kind of dude that read a lot of books. You read a lot of books, bro. I listen now. You listen. Yeah, I listen. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I count that as read. Yeah. We, we're in the 21st century, that's bro. Right. Like, it's the technology. We can... Read a book very fast by listening to it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you have any like kind of uh, uh, business books or any books that you you recommend out there that people listen to, pick up on Audible? or Also, side note, just to hustle. You can YouTube a lot of books. Like it's a lot of the books. Right. There instead of having to pay right. a little fee. <laughs>
1: um, my favorite business for what I'm doing book right now was, uh, this is not a T-shirt by Bobby Hundreds, um, mm-hmm. who is um, one half of the. Founders of the hundreds, which Mm -hmm. is one of my, my favorite brands and most, one of the most influential brands to, as far as streetwear goes. Yeah. And, um, a small percentage of it has to do with design and and what they're doing design wise. Majority of it has to do with how they approach building what they build and and their, their model for Mm -hmm. what it is. You know what I mean? The hundreds is, um, conceptually, it's just the way that they built it dope. Um, but yeah, just, just the the audacity of these kids that built this t-shirt company yeah. that had no idea <laughs> what they were doing, uh-huh. didn't care about rules, yeah. and were hustlers. Like the schemes that they did to get placement and to get um, um, people to notice what they were doing were insane. Yeah. You know, a, a little Asian kid and a an Iranian kid, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, two law school dropouts, started the hundreds. But it's just... it's. By far as far as business goes, my favorite read right now. Nice. Um, it's called This Is Not a T-shirt by Bobby Hundreds.
0: Well man, check let let everybody know where they can find you at, where they can pick up some gears, the holidays, you know. You might got a couple of little things on the Christmas list that you need to yeah, man. check off. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know man. Um I
1: mean? check us out at filthycloth.com, F-I-L-T-H-Y-C-L-O-T-H.com. Um on IG it's it's filthycloth and co. Um, I'm not spelling that shit, bro. That shit is on IG. It's an orange logo. Look at this <laughs> look at that shit. I'm not spelling it.
0: i put it in the
1: notes <laughs> so they can click on it. It's easy. <laughs> and uh yeah, man, that's it. Um going on year three, we got a lot of heat coming. We got a lot of um um I'm going heavy with graphic tees going into to 2020. I uh, got a couple dope capsules that um I got on the way for 2020. Please go follow the brand, stop by the shop for Christmas, grab a couple pieces. And mm-hmm. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to
0: thank um my man Champ for welcoming me out.
1: My God, really, man, greatly appreciate it, man.
0: Appreciate you coming really out here, it. man. And uh, this has been good, man. This has been good. Especially now, I'm getting. I mean, I I started off with a couple like uh with a couple like basketball players that I knew, and just like the mentality. Yeah. And now it's kind of moving into the to the just more of the business stuff. Like I'm still figuring this podcast out. I just like to talk to my homies that I think is dope, man. And right. everybody that's been on here, I think is dope. And uh, you definitely not coming short on that, man. Like, keep killing it, bro. You know what I mean? And I'm definitely going to keep supporting. So, with that being said, make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe if y'all on YouTube or wherever y'all at listening to your podcast, man. And we coming back. So, thank y'all. And we catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.